Chapter 4. It was on March 9th and 10th on Tuesday night. Sophia answers the door to have a German man introduce himself. Mr. Krieger tells everyone that he knows of Sophia and has worked with Frank Sr. in some way in the past. He goes on to say that his father at one point helped protect the land where the portals are, which is why he knows of Sophia. Mr. Krieger works for the vampire ambassador, Mani, that is coming into town and requested Sophia meet him at the Top of the World Club tomorrow night at 8.30. After some discussion, she agrees and he leaves. Sophia, who feels timid about going alone, asks if someone would join her. The next day, on Wednesday, the group has time to kill while Mia uh, is preparing things to fix the mirror and the portal. Mia has given the list of items to repair the other side to Oliver and Rivera. Mr. Gray has left them contacts in that area to collect said items while he is off handling other business. The main group in this universe has time to kill and they decide to go into town and see a few things. Jake decides to go back to the Regal School of Magic to get involved with night classes to increase his magical abilities, but also try and catch up with Peyton, the school's vice principal. The other three get lunch and will meet with Jake later. After they lunch, they hear screaming and chanting they go investigate. At a statue for Felicity Rokewood, uh, there are protesters holding signs, cursing the family, and asking people to see the light and stand up to them. They're also asking for salvation from Mani. Charlie notices a spirit around the statue and has a conversation with it, and he finds out where the Rokewards live. Olivia drags Charlie away, and they meet back up with Jake before he causes any damage, and who has decided that he was going to take night classes at 6 p.m. that night. Charlie also notices that they are being followed to the parking garage, and he captures the person taking pictures of them. They find out it is Olivia's ex-Dean who is doing this. They talk. They intimidate him. Uh, Dean eventually tells them that he works for the Knoxville paper and the Rokewoods. The group intimidates him successfully and destroy all his photos. They asked him to meet later on at 6 p.m. at the same parking garage. And they let him go when people start coming into the garage and they leave. So. Um, we will say that the time now is, uh, about three o'clock. So, um, you have three hours to kill basically until Jake has night class and, uh, the rest of you meet up with Dean. Uh, what would you like to do? Jump off a bridge. <laughs> um, that can happen. <laughs> no. No, Question. that is kind of what Olivia's thinking, though. Question, what time does Sophia meet with uh, at the uh, top of the World Club with uh, Krieger? 8.30 p.m. And what time is it now? It is 3. So your night class, um, it was told it's a two-hour night class. You should be done by 8 o'clock. And you'll be, okay. um, the rest of the group will basically pick you up and take you over there. You don't know how long uh, the conversation with Dean will last. Um, but you did tell him to meet you back up later. So. Hmm. Olivia's still probably trying to appear not freaked out from um, running into this world's Dean and that he works for the Rookwoods, but also 
like made her feel empathy towards him and she doesn't like that. But at the same time, she's also like, oh, Dean, maybe he's nice over here. So she's just kind of um, holding her pet rock uh, (laughs) and just trying to think about how her meeting tonight with Dean is going to go and how she wants to handle it. She's got to, oh, actually, actually, I know what I want to do. Are we back at the house? Are we at, um, are we still in Knoxville? Like the city limits? No one has declared, so. would like to uh personally we can you know do whatever i would like to go back to sophia's because we said that there was um internet there and i would like to try and google a picture of the rookwood family because i want to confirm for myself that um that other rookwood sister harmony or whatever is not actually married to my my ex Okay. Um, does anybody, does everyone agree with that or? If there's any pit stops we want to make on the way to that, that's fine. That's just my end goal before the meeting tonight. Am I supposed to do any prep work for the uh, magic class tonight? Like, do I need, do I need to go to Ollivanders and get a wand or what? <laughs> yes. No. Please. So, um, from what you have been told is that this class is more of a potions class. And so everything will be provided. All you have to do is basically, uh, uh, Peyton did tell you that you need to show up a little early um, because seats are limited and apparently this is a very popular class. Mm-hmm. So um, I wonder why you could just bring, you know, just yourself. Okay. And a big flowy cape. Ooh. And, and make sure I know where to find a bezoar. This is taking a turn. Nobody got that. I got that. Uh, Charlie and Frank, uh, are you down with that, or would y'all like to make a pit stop anywhere? I, I can't think of anywhere that Charlie would want to make a pit stop right now. This, this whole place is yeah, like same. his his worst nightmare brought to life. So, um, yeah, let's. Uh, I'm okay with just trucking along. Well, you all decide to go back home. And uh, by the time you, you do get back home, um, there is another car out into the driveway, and it's a um, it's a Jeep, and uh, it's Mia. Uh, Mia is there, which is, you know, Charlie's Mom. ex-wife. And um, there's uh, two other people from that you, you know, they're burly-looking people, long hair, beards. Um kind of guarding the door. Are these redneck hippies? I'm imagining they're like Oliver werewolf people. Yeah. And they're, they're from the tribe. So, um, you go inside and Sophia and Mia are talking. Um, Sophia has asked Mia to join them tonight. Um, join all of you to the top of the world club. Since she does have this weird feeling and, you know, she feels a little bit more comfort around, uh, Mia. So, um, she will be joining y'all. Um, Olivia, since you have uh, decided you want to do some internet research, I will need you to roll me. Uh, you're just trying to do research on basically the Rookwoods? Yeah, I just want to like find like a big old family picture lineage tree thing. Uh, intelligence computer. Okay. 
I have a dot in computer now. <laughs> That's only three. Ooh, should I use a will? No, I'm not going to use a willpower for this. <laughs> use a willpower for investigation. <laughs> Olivia is not as bright as I always think she is. Uh, just like the person that's playing her. So got a success. Oh, you dick. That's, that's <laughs> cold. That's cold. You dick. Okay. Uh, one success was all that you needed. I just wanted to know if you would break Sophia's computer or not. Um, you do pull up a family picture. And you see all 15 of the Rokewoods. Um, some big thing about uh, the Knoxville Sentinel that is reporting on them about the vampire family that has turned Knoxville around and it lists them out. And you do realize that uh, the dean in question that is married to Harmony is not your dean. Okay. I just had to be sure, you know, that we weren't getting like. Um, this away. dean. He's about uh, six five. Oh, so he's better than that than my dean. He, he looks like he could uh, break your dean in half if he wanted to. <laughs> New dean in Olivia's life? No, no, absolutely not. But a thought. Okay, Olivia's thoughts are reassured. Okay, so yeah, um, but you do. Um, like, see the other names that are on there. Like, you know, Felicity is really up close with somebody that you, you know, you know, in your universe that she's not really tied down to anybody, you know, because right. she's well, she's, yeah. In this one, she has a giant diamond ring, and the person behind her um, is very, very, very attractive, tall, lanky. Uh, so you're like, Oh, there's no, there's no harm there. Um, okay. So, I don't like yeah. how you said there's no harm there. I don't like no, that. No, there isn't. Cause it's just okay. like, I, I don't know how your character would feel knowing that, you know, the person that's technically quote, stealing your ex-boyfriend from you. Um, yeah. Kind of like that Dean, but if that Dean was uh, about five inches taller, I don't think he's that tall. Um, I think Dean's about yeah. six feet tall. So I was right, about five inches taller. Um, so yeah, no, Dean, um, not your okay. Dean. So you're, you're you're safe and secure. Olivia has done all she wants to do before the meeting tonight. Then. Okay. Um, Sophia will eventually tell all of you. I'm going to be doing a lot of accents tonight, so please, God, bear with me, and. Um, Darlings, this is a uh, meeting with Mr. Mani has given me some quite concerns, and I do believe that he may have some ill tent with bringing Mr. Krieger. And after doing some uh, further research, I was uh, I found out that Mr. Krieger's father did work with my father and uh, sorry, worked with me at the portal and um, he apparently bounced around from different locations and he actually worked at many of these portals uh, across the globe um, before um, before his death so I don't know what meet this meeting tonight will entail I don't know if they're going to force me to um, reveal the location so I need backup and 
I, I know this Monty character is very powerful. He is very scary. So um, I don't know if he will be alone. I doubt he will be alone. But if anybody, um, if you want to back out and stay here, you, you're more than welcome to. But uh, Mia and I are definitely going. Well, I'm definitely going. I'm not going to leave you to face that by yourself. Even if you're not my Nona, you're still my Nona. And I'm coming to make sure my little sister doesn't screw things up. Okay. Oh, we're going down this side. Okay, I see how this is tonight's going to go. And then I give, and I, I give you a little brotherly smirk. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a sisterly glare. This, uh, yeah, this sounds like a plan. I mean, I, any chance to uh, possibly uh, uh, end a vampire, um, you know, I'm down. <laughs> Just if the opportunity presents itself. Okay. Well, then, um, if nobody else uh, wants to do anything before 6 o'clock, um, declare it now or forever hold your peace. I will spend time reviewing my Magic for Dummies book. Okay. Um, make me a uh, academics and intelligence roll. Oh my god. Got three successes on three dice. <laughs> you easily learn a new spell. Okay. If anyone in particular? Uh, with that many successes, uh, since you wrote the book, you can basically decide um, as long as it is not an advanced spell. Okay. So, I will let you be in charge of that. Okay. I'll review my notes and let, I'll shoot you a message. Okay. So, um, about 5.30 rolls around and you all decide that you're going to... Uh, Take the vehicle off and drop Jake off at the school. And y'all are going to go to the parking garage. Um, I, I can't remember or not. Did you specify on which floor of the parking garage? Was it the bottom floor or, you know? I did not. I do not recall if I, We did. didn't specify where. We did specify that we originally met him on the first floor for easy escape. Uh, and I would probably suggest that again, but we did not specifically say, so if, he, if he's not on the first floor and we have to find him, that's fine. Um, well then we will start off. Um, you drop Jake off. Jake, you are at the school and, uh, you go upstairs and you'll see the signs that are pointing to the night class. Um, you walk in, it's in, a, it's on the third floor and it's a, your typical lab, uh, science lab room, you know, the built in desk with the sinks and everything. But on this one, um, you have your own burners with, uh, miniature cauldrons or it looks like miniature cauldrons, um, there. And you see this man at the... Uh, front of the class, he's wearing the 
very atypical professor uh, sports coat with the um, with the little padding on the elbows that are the different color and everything. And um, he's smoking a cigarette in class um, because he doesn't think anybody's going to say anything to him. Um, so he's just, he's just standing up there. Um, where do you decide to take your seat in the class? Um, it's in, uh, the middle, in the middle and off to the side. Okay, so uh, the setup is there are uh, two rows and five stations, and each station has two seats. Okay. Uh, in that case, I will probably take a uh, station. Um, actually, to be honest, I'll probably take a station near the door in case something is about to explode and I need to run out to my safety. Okay, so you're going to sit close to the front row, close to the door? Yeah. Okay. Um, I will need you to make me a perception roll, please, sir. Ready? Easy does this. Okay. Um, so you do come early, like they said. Um, there's a few people already in the class, along with uh, the professor, Mr. Manny, uh, Mr. Mack, and some other people start filing in. Um, there's a couple elderly people here, but one person that's kind of around your age, uh, catches your eye and you notice that when they walk into the classroom, they do a little bit of a hesitation. Um, and you start looking around and you notice there aren't that many seats left. And so, um, there's one in the very back. There's one, uh, no one has sat with you yet. And, uh, there's one on the opposite side of you on the front row. Okay. An attractive uh, female. Okay. Well, I will make note of them, but uh, otherwise just wait and see what they do. Um, they start walking up and they kind of hesitate at your seat, but then go to the other side to the, uh, on the front row, basically the exact opposite of you. And then, okay. um, but you do notice that they're kind of looking at you. Um, do I funny. recognize them at all? You do not recognize them at all. Um, but then some old man comes in, um, very old man in his 80s, um, comes shuffling in, and he sits next to you. And uh, he's wearing. Uh, Slippers and uh, just an old uh, an old hoodie, and uh, yeah, he decides to sit next to you. And Mr. Mac uh, finishes writing a few things on the board. And uh, again, forgive me for this. Um, Bonjour, how y'all doing? My name is is Professor Manny Mac. I am from. New Orleans, Louisiana, from, uh, graduated from Louisiana State University. I will be y'all's professor tonight. How y'all doing? I am a professor over here at the University of Tennessee, where I am an archaeologist uh, teacher. I tend to hide down there in the dungeon, as I call it. 
But in my spare, spare time, I like to teach these potion classes. So I'm going to learn y'all something today. First thing we're going to look at is you're going to look on the table. And there are going to be some instructions there on what we're going to be making today. And with some luck, y'all be able to get it done right. And maybe something that you'll be able to use in your everyday life. Um, so I would need a volunteer first to uh, walk through this today. Do I have any takers? And there's a few people that raise their hand. Um, do you decide to raise your hand? Um, since I know nothing about any of their procedures, I will not raise my hand, but I will respond if called on. Okay, well, uh, you see the old man next to you um, raise his hand. He's like, oh, yes, you, sir, you come on up here. He starts uh, going through on this process of what to make and what you're going to do. And so I'm going to need you to roll me. Um, do you have any craft? No. Um, let's see. Do you have any medicine? Yes, I have two dots of medicine, and it's an asset skill. Uh, so I actually get nine again on that. Okay, so... Um, with you mixing ingredients... Um, I'm going to let you use your intelligence and medicine on this role. Um, basically um, producing this thing. So make that role for me, please, sir. I got a success. Okay. Um, and also roll me a uh, perception real quick. One. Okay. Um. You feel somewhat confident in what you're doing and following the instructions that are there. Um, you do get a little nervous because you don't have anybody next to you. you kind of go off. You kind of look around and everyone's like asking questions with their partner and everything. Um, and then you look up to the front of the old man who's doing it and he's starting to get a, a really sour face on him. Um, and then you start to realize, uh, you know, he's he, he does not feel confident in what he's doing at all. Um, so I'm going to need you to make that. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, make that medicine intelligence roll again. For me, please, sir. Yeah. Because this is a two part spell that you're a two part potion that you're doing. So um, the second part you do you do better on. And then all of a sudden, you start getting a very foul smell in the room. Um, it smells like a mixture of sewer and death. <laughs> and you start looking around, and the professor is laughing his ass off. <laughs> y'all made y'all just made some fart spray. <laughs> uh, this is a good this is a good practical joke you could do to all your friends. <laughs> uh, so I will be sending y'all home with this these ingredients that you can make for yourself tonight. 
<laughs> now, what's your reaction to everyone else? Uh, I'm actually at my my first reaction is to be a little bit annoyed, but then I realize this might actually be very useful um, dealing with since we deal with people who have supernatural senses. Uh, but how's everybody else reacting? Um, I'll give this one to you for free. Um, everyone is uh, kind of holding their nose and swatting away. Um, uh, one guy in the back of the room is actually vomiting. Uh, you start looking around and uh, you do realize that that girl is uh, staring at you again. I'll give her, I'll give her a smile. Um, she looks very puzzled at your smile because, uh, well, you have striking looks, right? Yes. Okay. Um, so she just kind of looks at you for a second and just kind of does a halfway smile to you. Mm -hmm. And then goes back to uh, her basically fart spray that mm -hmm. she created. And it's like, all right, all right, all right. No more joking around. No more joking around. I'm going to let y'all uh, do an actual uh, potion here that will help. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, that, that will help you. And this one uh, does is not thought spray. Um, but please do use this at your earliest convenience. It is a hoot. Um, we're going to teach you how to make a health potion. Um, these things do exist. They do work. Uh, it's a pain reliever. Um, but it is something that you can use. You can, you can drink it. And, uh, it, it will be able to give you health and will strengthen you in whatever you're doing. So, uh, please, uh, he starts handing out, um, ingredients for that and the instructions on how to make it. And, uh, so, um, let's see how you do on this particular one. Uh, this one is also medicine and intelligence. And since you already know that it is a health, well, you already get a bonus for nine again. So, uh, yeah. But I will spend a willpower on this one because I want to do really well on this one. Okay. Three successes. Okay. Um, this one, um, you do a fantastic job of it. Uh, you can write this down in your own um, little area that you can keep track of. It's good for um, five drinks, and uh, it will heal uh, heal up to five lethal if you drink the entire thing. So, um, so one lethal per, per dose? Yeah, one lethal per dose, basically. Okay. Sweet. It might come in handy later. Um, after a while, you know, some people are having some problems with it. Um, some faint smells of, you know, the fart spray is still lingering. He's uh, walking by, um, helping out a few students here and there. Um, time flies when you're having fun. And uh, uh, this will end uh, class tonight. Uh, I do have a uh, meeting later on. Um, I will be around to answer any questions that y'all that y'all may have. Um, you know, just uh, just remember that uh, 
whatever you learned here tonight, uh, I did not teach you because I do not want to get back to me. Um, use the uh, fart spray for um, not for evil purposes, but for uh, mischievous, if you know what I mean. And uh, just always remember, laissez-les bon temps rouler. Just let the good times roll. So y'all, y'all have a good night. Y'all take care. Uh, but I'll be hanging around if y'all got any questions. Yeah, I will. Uh, if I have time, uh, I will ask him a few questions. Uh, basically, I'd like to know, um, like, where can I get the ingredients for both of those, and uh, and what do I need to be able to, uh, like, set up a potions area at home? Um, well, the magic shop will have some have some materials. Uh, the school here, uh, every once in a while, will uh, will sell some materials for you. Um, you know, some of the health potion stuff. It's it's really hard to come by. It's uh, it's best if you grow it yourself, uh, like with like with most potions or anyway with ingredients. Uh, you know, it's always best that you grow it your own self and. Uh, you can be self-sufficient on your own, uh, but the magic shop will have a lot of these materials, especially the the, the fart spray stuff. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm typically the best customer, if you if you know what I mean. Uh, but 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 yeah, this is uh, some stuff is like household cleaning supplies that you know you just have to know what to do with in order to get the most out of it. So. Uh, but sometimes some of the stuff can be deadly if you don't. Uh, the most important thing is, th is that little sheet that you have because you you follow those instructions properly. Uh, you do get a good uh, fart spray. Uh, but other times uh, you get some mustard gas and that's not good. Uh, and with the health potion, uh, you can basically make it a poison uh, if you if you're not careful. I will be very careful. Uh, well, good. Well, uh, uh, what can I help you out with, Miss? And uh, look to your side, and it's uh, that girl that is standing next to you. Um, she came up. She's like, "Oh, nothing, Professor. I just, uh, you know, just kind of seeing where to get those ingredients as well." He's like, "Oh, well, you, you heard what I said, so you you can go do that, and, and uh, you can have a, have yourself a good time." And uh, when she's not paying any attention to him she is just staring at you um she has to ask you uh hey can we uh talk out in the hallway real quick uh sure and when she's staring at me is she staring at me like oh this is a cute guy i need to try and hook up with him or is it something else because i i think i know what the first one looks like my girl uh do you have empathy well let's see um I do have empathy. Let's see. Do you have expression? Uh, no, but that's what I would use to communicate with somebody else. Yeah. Um, so um, I would do... Uh, and you're looking on... Well, I'll give it to I'll give this one to you for free. Um, she looks at you like she's interested in um, whatever you have to say or whatever, you know... She hmm. has looked really interested. Is the best okay. way. Well, I will. Uh, I'll be happy to talk with her for a little bit outside, but I will keep an eye on my watch because I have to be somewhere at eight thirty. What time is it right now? Did we? 
7.30. Or a little earlier. Do what? It is 7.30. Okay. Well, that's fine then. Yeah, we'll definitely talk with her. And you told them to, and you told the rest of the group to meet you outside of, in front, sorry, in front of the school about eight o'clock. Okay. Um, so do you talk to her outside or in the hallway? Um, I guess in the hallway. Okay. Um, she kind of pulls you, uh, in the hallway, you know, it's up, you're at the very top floor, third floor. The nerve of you just completely ignoring me. Just give me a little nod and wave. Don't even say a fucking word to me at all. Ruh -ruh. <laughs> it, 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 anything, Jake? Nothing? Okay. Nothing at all? What What name have I been giving uh, around town? I can't remember. I guess I think I was not going by Jake since Jake is known to be dead. Um, yeah, yeah, you were. You weren't using Jake. I just couldn't remember what it was because, um, or can I just make up something else? Um, yeah, uh, just uh, do what you want to do. John Smith. <laughs> but I'm using the same last name because uh, I look at it for a second and then I act like uh, I understand all this. So this look of understanding and say, "Oh, you think I'm Jake? I'm actually Johnny, his brother." Oh, Jake doesn't have a brother named Johnny. He has a brother named Oliver. Yeah, I'm the brother that he doesn't like to talk about. Oh, what? <laughs> and I make a point of, you know, acting very different. And to, to the extent I can, talking a little bit different than my normal accent. Subterfuge. <laughs> well, uh. Make it roll for it. Yeah, you did. Roll, make roll, roll that subterfuge. Yeah. <laughs> Roll hers. I'm gonna need Jake to roll him. Roll your sumpter fudge. All right. Should I spend a willpower on this, or should I just risk disaster? Because um, <laughs> I only, I guess I really one die. Yeah. Fuck it. What's the worst thing that can happen if she slaps me? All right. Um. Why not both? Mm-hmm. Spend a willpower and fail miserably. Oh, and it's a botch. All right. Um, yes. Yeah. I never <laughs> wanted. Anything more? <laughs> it is, it is as thus I spoke it into being. You did. Um, she does slap you. Um, which does throw you off. You sorry motherfucker. I you love her. Stood me up. You have not been answering my phone calls. You haven't even answered my text for over a month. Where the hell have you been? And what, what, dare I say, have you been doing? Because it hasn't been being back at home or, you know, being with me or seeing your daughter. Okay. Um... <laughs> I think we broke him. I think he did. I think I'm just. Um, oh God, it's working. Uh, and I mutter to myself, like father, like son. Uh, and say, ouch, ouch, ouch. And uh, and my flaws hold a grudge. Does that count? Um, right, um not since he's out there. Um. 
and I'll all right. I will try to look look guilty instead of confused, and then I'll say, and then I will look around very conspiratorial and say, I can't say what I've been doing. It just now I'll whisper to her. It's got something to do with the Rookwoods. That's all I can say. It always has to do something with the Rookwoods. I thought you were going to give up everything and leave it to Oliver. So much going on. I have been sitting at home. Baby Olivia and I have <gasps> been waiting to see you. I'm sorry. I can't talk now. I'll... I'll come by tomorrow, I promise. What do you have to do tonight? Hmm? Is it more reconnaissance work? Is it something else for the tribe? You know, what is it this time? Oh, man. I told you everything I can. And then I'll turn and I'll walk away briskly, but not flat out running, which is what my instinct is. Um, you, you turn around as you start walking away, and she's doing the um, leaning heavily on one leg, arms crossed, and tapping her foot at you and just giving you the death stare. And as you're walking down the stairs, she's like, you better be at the house tomorrow night. If you're not there by then, I'm burning all your shit. I will not. You really can't pick them. Thank God all my shit is in another world. (laughs) Um, And then I will get the hell out of there. (laughs) So, we go to the other group. Woo! All right. (laughs) I kind of feel bad for her. She doesn't know Jake's dad. It's kind of sad. Nobody thought to tell his his, uh, family that he was dead? Wow, Sophia. Wow, Mia. Oh, it gets better. Oh, God. Oh, that's true. They uh, only found part of his body. That's right. He Mm -hmm. could still be alive. All right. So, um, (laughs) you pull in early. Um, You're at the uh, first floor of the parking garage. And uh, you don't see anybody for a while. um, But you do see eventually, right at six o'clock, you see Dean. Walking in to the parking garage. Mm. Um, he's pushing a bike. Um, so you think he, you know, you can make that assumption all you want to. So um, how do you let him know that you're there? Um, <clears throat> are we? Are there other cars in the parking garage so he can't see our car immediately? Because I imagine he knows what car he's looking for. Um, it's a, you, you have a generic car. Um, it's also really dark in there. Well, it's, you know, some floodlights, whatever. Um, are you sit? Okay. Are y'all sitting inside the car? Or are you sitting outside of the car waiting for him? Um, probably, I would probably have stayed in the car in case, because I'm still thinking this could possibly be a trap or something since he works for the Rookwoods, even though he seems sincere during our last meeting. <clears throat> But when I see him start to pull in, and I can I do can I do some kind of perception check to see like if there's anybody kind of watching him from outside or nearby, or if it's like he's being followed or anything, or would I have to get out of the car to do that first? Um, you wouldn't have the ability to do it. 
of anybody would it be Charlie because he would potentially smell um, something funny. So I, I, I'm going to, is there a stairwell in the parking garage within line of sight of the vehicle? Um, yes. Immediately, once you enter into the parking garage, there is a stairwell and an elevator that's right there. So I'm going to, I'm going to lurk. Uh, near the stairwell um casually so i i have some some stamina to uh, to loom later in the evening if he doesn't show up uh i don't want to overdo my lurk but um <laughs> you know a, a good lurk never hurt anyone uh that way i can be exposed to the night air check for anything and also have clear line of sight with my weapon <laughs> okay um you can make two rolls for me um, you can do a scent roll, and you can also do a sense the ethereal roll. Okay. This is for ethereal. Three successes. And this is for senses. Oh, I sense nothing, though I do see spirits. <laughs> okay, so... Um, you don't smell, you know, you, you smelled vampires before, um, you don't immediately smell vampires. Um, so we'll say that you try to smell first and you don't really get anything. Um, mm -hmm. and you're, you know, in your background, it's like nothing is as it seems. So you're going to, um, try to sense what's around you. And uh, with three successes, you actually don't see anything. You, you, he actually comes here alone. You actually see him ride his bicycle across the bridge. And, you know, you don't see anything in the distance. Only thing that you really see is, like, you kind of see the shimmer of whatever. You, you can kind of tell where the statues are by their shimmer and their, their light. Um, so you don't see anything else around him. So, like, you're... You full God believe that he's not trying to pull anything shady and that he's actually coming by himself with no mm. backup. That's dumb. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm Hi, really God. glad he's doing that, but it's still not bright. <laughs> All right. Um, so you're in there, uh, Frank. Um, where are you located in all this? Well, I I think that if if I knew Charlie was going to get up and wait in the stairwell, I will be in the back seat of the car, uh, behind Olivia in case, uh, like anything comes up to the car quickly, so I can I can react, and I'll just have my, you know, I'll just have my hand near my near my weapon. Okay. Um, well, Dean comes riding up, and he sees the vehicle that you're that you're in. He sees uh, Olivia get out of the car. No, I'll get out too. And uh, he's like, he's like, okay. The Rokewoods. I told you where they lived. You know, this is uh, the code to get into the gate. Um. 
which they don't really need, but they just have it for, you know, whoever serves them. Um, but it's the code, and they don't leave their doors locked because who wants to get them? Um, during the day, they have about uh, 10 guards on the premises that are basically guarding the compound. And, um, but at nighttime, you know, they send them home because, you know, there's no reason for them to be there. Um, so, um, but here's the code and he gives you, uh, the piece of paper with the eight digit code that's on it to get inside the gate. Um, they, um, they're having a meeting right now um they're not there but they're at a meeting right now a meeting um, about what um they're they're meeting with that ambassador guy Manny Monty yeah that um yeah i don't know in in what capacity they're meeting him but you know from from what i know is that you know i i, I think he's trying to pull people to his side uh, of the Amenti tribe because there's so few of them. Um, and uh, there's a lot of people, uh, a lot of vampire population here that are uh, independent in a way. Do you think they'll accept? Um, I... I... <sighs> I, I, I really don't know. Um, some of them might um, because that they feel like there might be some more power into it. I know Josh and Felicity, for one, would definitely like the potential to get more power. Abraham, you know, he, he likes calling his own shots and not having to follow anybody's lead. So I, I, I really, I really don't know. Mm. But, you know, it, it could be that, you know, they might just do enough to appease him to get him to leave town and look like they're in good graces before, you know, they decide just to just say goodbye to him and never want him to come back. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know, really. Sorry, point of order, because I don't remember. What was it about Dean's mom in the Rookwoods? What was that again? Um, Dean's mom, uh, works for them as a housekeeper. Ah, uh, ah, uh, yes. That's um, and you know, which I, if you ask him that, um, do you ask him that? Uh, well, I think Olivia would already know. Brooke just forgot. Um, well, well, no, it's, he, he didn't give you much, but you can, he will go into more detail. Well. He goes, I will, I will answer any questions that you have for me, and I'll answer them truthfully. Why are you so willing to give us information? Well, because you know where I live, and you oh, yeah, we... have a good chance of killing me, and I, oh, yeah. I'd much rather be alive than, than, than dying. Olivia, having already forgotten that Charlie threatened his life. And Frank looked at his ID and knows exactly where yeah. he lives. 
forgot all about that. The, the uh, rope woods will only protect me so far. Um, but uh, they, you know, they can always replace me and very easily replace me if they want to. Why don't you and your mom just leave town? It's harder for her to leave. Um, she feels this obligation to protect and serve them. I, I don't know what they've done um, to them, but like sh she thinks Abraham is this great person. I just don't understand it. And about that time, Frank, uh, you know exactly what he's talking about. And yeah, so and you think that you know that she is a basically a blood servant to uh Abraham, and uh, it's just like so you know, she, she's not gonna want to leave. And you know, my dad, you know, he's not really he still works at the bank, but you know, he's uh he feels an obligation as well. And I, I don't see him wanting to leave either unless he has mom with him. So why don't you leave? Well, because, you know, I, I care about my parents. And Brooke, you can make a roll for me. <laughs> the face I made when he was being so nice was horrendous. Um, What's that roll? So you have uh, empathy, right? Uh, yes, I do have one dot. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Presence. Um, Alan, what do you think would be a good role with this? Um, since she has an experience with Dean and has been intimate with him and knows his tells. Uh, trying to read somebody's emotions is going to be wits plus empathy. Okay, there you go. With sympathy. Okay. Oof. Zero successes. Jesus. And no failures? No failures. With zero successes, you're still concerned. And, uh, you know, you're believing him to a point, but, you know, your, your previous... Um, right. You know, it's uh, you're reluctant to fully 100% believe him because right. of your past. I, I know he's manipulative. But at the same time, I still feel something. It's terrible. Um, anyway. Um, well, let's, let's see something. Hold on. Oh, God. Wait, no. <laughs> You've chosen. No. I just need to stop speaking out loud when I think. <laughs> um yeah yeah so yeah you you fully you you believe what he's kind of saying up to a point um okay um you don't feel confident enough and to call him out on his bullshit basically right if he um, if he is throwing any bullshit you don't know because right literally don't know yeah um so probably well it seems like your your parents are pretty in pretty good with them. I think, wouldn't you be fine leaving? You seem to be the one that they're threatening more so than her since she, since your mom seems pretty, um, 
dedicated to them. So what, wouldn't it be safer for you to leave and then safer for them since they're, since the Rookwoods are threatening their lives to keep you here? Yeah, but who, who wants to live like that? Who wants to live like you're living right now? So I, so what happens if I leave? I, I, I leave. I don't know what happens to my mom and dad. I don't know if they just go ahead and kill them because I'm no longer working for them. You know, I have to live a life uh, on the run if they decide to come after me, which, you know, you never know with Felicity. She's, you know, she can decide to kill you at any moment almost uh, if you're not in her good graces. I've seen her do it before. You know, they they could easily track me down. I could get in with a, you know, another vampire clan to protect me, but, you know, I'm just back in the cycle. I'm not, I will never be truly free so it's either you know you know I, I live pretty nice right now you know I don't have to worry about anything I'm protected I don't have you know I'm not constantly I'm kind of looking over my shoulder but you know I don't have to work to get you know to get by paycheck to paycheck you know oh, this is so depressing <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> you can roll me that. Do it. Uh, yeah, I will. So, same roll. Yeah, same roll. See if you see if you. Uh, and uh, Luke, you can, you can do the same thing if you would like. I have no empathy at all. So. <laughs> yeah, but what about your character? <laughs> Alan loses a beat. um so with two successes um yeah for the first time uh you're smelling some bullshit oh delightful 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 so louis probably going to cross her arms and cock an eyebrow and be like something something doesn't um smell right when you say that what aren't you telling me? What do you mean? What I'm not telling you? Um, You're spinning some bullshit. Um, because you don't know this, Dean. But I know you. And I know you're spinning some bullshit. I, 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 how do you know me? We only met yesterday. Or earlier today. You're right. But I'm really good at reading people. Uh, and I know that you're spinning some bullshit. Um, hmm. Let's... And don't forget here that uh, my uncle knows where you live. Um, I have... So I attempt to poorly intimidate him. Oh, you, you do intimidate him? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, then no. you said you're going to intimidate him, so... Um... <laughs> Intimidation okay. and uh, <laughs> I don't um, I don't have anything in intimidation. <laughs> um, manipulation. Oh God, I only have one. Okay, so I'm. I, it'll be a chance die because I only have one in manipulation. Okay, <laughs> so on point though for Olivia. Oh, I still got a success. <laughs> Uh, on a chance die, it has to be 10. Damn 
it. Never mind. I got so excited. Anthony, oh. uh, my you know my character uh, does not have empathy. Uh, neither do I. But I do have investigation, and I am. I mean, I I'm used to seeing people lie. Can I substitute investigation for empathy? Maybe a penalty or something to see if I think he's lying. Yeah. All right. If you're if you're looking oh. at it in the point of a of a cop interrogating somebody, yeah. Yes. Uh, one success. Okay. Um. So he, is he, he nervous? Is he sweating at all? Is he? Is he? Is are his eyes shifting? Any, any of those things? Well, he he's he's starting to feel uncomfortable. He's starting to to sweat a little bit, and he's starting to like, um, starting to avert her gaze a little bit more. Ever since he uh, she said that he's that she, that he's bullshitting her, um, but he starts to laugh at the fact that. You know, her intimidation tactic um, did not work. He, he just kind of laughs it off, like I, I told you, I'm protected by the Rokewoods. I could gladly tell them that you know you all are harassing me, and I can come up with a story about how y'all want to do something to them, and y'all would be dead. If yet instead you came here to meet with us instead of doing that in the first place. And I have to wonder why. How is he dressed? What's he um, blue jeans and um, no, blue jeans, a hoodie, a uh, toboggan. Okay. And damn, he's if he isn't attractive. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to walk up to him just slowly, just casually. I'm not, you know, not in a threatening way. Just stand in front of him. Uh, and I'm going to pull his hoodie and shirt up. <laughs> I just have, I, I don't know, probably not, but I have to. Ooh. Um. <laughs> You pull up his shirt and you see that he is wearing a recorder Fuck. recording the mm -hmm. conversation and he also has a pistol tucked in his waistband. <gasps> oh, I've got okay. my gun out immediately. Well, I'll I'll just take the pistol out and I'll put my put my finger up to my lips. Wait, do I see the gun then or no? I guess so. He jerked his shirt up. Well, I think uh, I think he's made a good point. If he were going to sell us out, he would have done it by now. So, uh, and yet he's intending to do something with that uh, recorder there. You had to. Did you not see my finger go up to my lips like that? You say that to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia's stupid as shit. I did. I thought you were doing that to Dean. Well, I was kind of hoping everybody would spot it, but well, no, Olivia's dumb. My bad. Please give her a beat for that. <laughs> you do get a beat. Um, <laughs> then I will. Then I then I'll go ahead and yank the recording wire out. Since hey, there it is. <laughs> um, My bad. Whoops. 
Uh, okay, guys, just <laughs> okay. Um, just just calm so down who, and listen. Um, <laughs> so who's on the other end of this? Who should we uh, be expecting? Uh, uh, no one. It's it's actually not live. It's just, and you, you pull it out a little bit more. It's literally a tape recorder. Okay. It's not fancy at all. You know, you've seen in your surveillance days that. There's nobody waiting in a van uh, gotcha. down the road. This is just him just trying to record the conversation. Okay. I'll, you know, I'll take the tape out of it and hand it back to the recorder. You want to explain yourself, Dean? Uh, okay, guys. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's not what it seems. You know, it's, uh, it's, it, it's not, you know, it, 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 it's nothing personal. It's, you know, um, what is it then? Um, and he starts to, let's see what he rolls here. Um, uh, 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 okay. Uh, I will be making you both make a roll here. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. 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 You know, this is, I, I'm, I'm doing a piece. I, I, I told you I'm doing a piece. For the Knoxville Sentinel, okay, and you know I, I, I'm trying to get some some names and some stories uh, around town about people against the Rookwoods, okay, and you know so you can turn them over to be murdered by the Rookwoods. Well, no, I'm not murdered by them. You know, potential people for hire. You know, people that show, uh, you know, moxie or or or, or you know, moxie. You're, you're telling me the Rookwoods are going to hire people. Who want to kill them? Well, d yeah. Um, and, and you're just giving out their door code and they're cool with that? Well, don't, there's such thing as blackmail. Told you about my mom. You know, if they hate the Rokewoods, you know, if they, the Rokewoods go in there and, you know, abduct a family member or something like that. You know, they'd be more willing to work for them. Mm -hmm. So what were you going to do with this recording device? Um, make me a, um, Luke, you can roll, uh, make the investigation roll again. And Brooke, you can make the, uh, empathy, um, wits empathy roll for me. Two successes. Okay. One. Um, Brooke, you know that whatever he's going to tell you, he is lying about. <laughs> um, Thank you for listening to another episode of Knoxville by Night, a World of Darkness playcast. Don't forget you can follow us along on Twitter, Instagram, and Reddit for updates. Those links will be in the description below. We're also on Twitch, so you can listen to us record live. If you join us through Patreon, you will also get a chance to listen to us record live, but also get exclusive content and behind-the-scenes moments that the Twitch people will not be able to see. Also joining Patreon, you'll get early access to episodes, character breakdowns, and hidden episodes. You can follow us there or become a member for just as low as $1. Shout out to new supporter Sarah Longchamp for joining us. Please leave a rating or review on wherever you listen to us. And as always, episodes will be released weekly. Your players for this session have been Alan as Jake, 
Brooke as Olivia, Luke as Frank, and Stick as Charlie. Storyteller is Anthony. The intro and outro is Wayfaring Stranger by Brian Mitchell. Thank you again and hope you all join us next session. even better than i thought it was gonna be um oh are you responsible for that in some way no he just no. told me about it beforehand uh, no she uh, didn't know what to what extent but uh, no i was not ready for the baby <laughs> i told you i changed well the played. <laughs>